Okay, so, Mark, how we doing? Welcome back. I'm good. How are you? You know, hanging in there. It was a long, uh, I think it's been a couple weeks now, right? A week and a half? Yeah. Or so? So yeah, it feels like it could it could either be two days or four months, so that hasn't changed. A fortnight. Regard. Yeah. And, uh, oh, diving right into the, uh, to the topic in a way. Uh, we're going to be dis- discussing slang in a little bit, but yeah, it's our little catch up. My my week was a was a long one, um, but overall, it was good. Yourself? Yeah, I mean, it was like eighty degrees here this weekend. I was wearing shorts, and now it is cold and rainy. And I feel like this is what we got for the rest of the uh, the rest of the year, and maybe through yeah. March. So, oh boy. it was a good six months, but also it wasn't. So yeah. well, I guess it doesn't really matter. Yeah, indeed. Um, I much prefer bundling up and being cold, especially because I can't, I can't sleep hot. Yeah. So that's always been. Uh, we'll be able to save a little cash on the old AC running all night. Yeah, we've been doing the same. Like very cold overnight, and then wake up and it's cold outside. So. Hmm. Um, all right. So shall we get right into? Uh, uh, what, what's it called? Setting the bar? Let's set the bar, Tim. I thought so. So the the date today, as of this recording, is October 12th. So we're smack in the middle of the spookiest month of the year. Oh. Um, so I was trying to think of like a Halloween-themed or like scary story from the bar. Um, currently the bar is fine. We still are rocking the, the 25% uh, indoor capacity thing. It's been... We've been pretty close to, like, full house, having to turn people away, um, like, maybe about half the time. So it's not too, like, hectic or stressful or anything. Only a couple assholes here and there. But so my my spooky recollection, this was a few years back, and, you know, so this is when I was closing with just, I'd be closing with my bar back, Alex. She's no longer uh, working for us, but we were, like, a dynamic duo for a good long stretch there. And this is like at, you know, the end of the night, you clo- you lock the door at 4 o'clock, so then you start doing the closing and counting cash and all that shit around like 4, 4.30. So it's like the dead of night, and it's a super old building, obviously. It's been a bar since like I think the 50s, just kind of always a new, like a, would get rebought and rebranded kind of thing. And then so it's a spooky place at night, and the basement it's it's especially is basically just like carved out of stone bedrock sort of, so it's like a very... Short, low ceiling, narrow, like chipped, like the walls look like they've been just like chipped away with like a pickaxe kind of thing. Okay. With all the, there's like the the walk-in and the shelves of shit and the, and the ice machine. So haunted we, ice machine. It's it feel the ice machine could sometimes it feels like it's haunted when it drops ice and you're all by yourself and it's dark. It'll it'll give you a, sh- a start. <laughs> um, but so this one time we're closing up. And we we turn off like half the lights, so it looks like like people don't think we're still open, et cetera. So it's a you know it's a spooky, spooky vibe in there to start. And then all of a sudden, so to get to the basement, there's this hatch with like a pretty vertical like I think I so we talked about it before like the metal kind of submarine ladder. So when the hatch is open, you can see the light coming out from down there. And then so I'm counting money, counting money, listening to music, yada yada, and. The only way, there's no way to turn off the lights downstairs except for the fuse box, which is upstairs. So, and my bar back was in the back, like, sweeping up, putting up stools, and the lights in the basement went out. And I was like, I looked around, I was like, 
Alex, did you did you turn off the lights in the basement? I could have swore they were just on. And she's like, no, I didn't do I didn't do shit. And then I was, I was like, all right, I guess I'll check that out later. And they went back on. I was like, hmm, okay, this must just be like, whatever, like something like a brownout type of thing or something like that. And then it happens again while Alex is outside. And I'm still like upstairs, like doing other stuff. And again, mind you, there's no way to turn off this light except for the fuse box that I know nobody is standing in front of. So I'm like, Alex, are you, are you fucking with me? Are you? Are you? Did you figure out how to turn off these lights? And like, she's like, "No, I swear to God, like I've been, I've been in the back, I've been out front, like I don't know how to turn those lights off." And I was like, "What the fuck?" And then it happens again, and she's like, "What? What the fuck, dude?" So we actually did have like a real moment of like spookiness, and then she started laughing, and I was like, "You motherfucker!" And her boyfriend, who also worked at the bar, had come in while I was in the bathroom and went into the basement and figured out there's another way to turn off the light. So he was down there the whole time just totally fucking with me for like an hour and a half while we were closing up. That's a long prank. That's an extended prank. They did a good job. She kept, she was, she fancied herself a bit of an actress and comedian, but she held it together for a very long time. It was, it was, uh, it was damn impressive. Yeah. I feel like when you get scared, there's two types of people. It's either you get angry immediately and just start questioning everything or you just leave, and I'm definitely in like the leaves. Yeah, after yeah. after the third turn on, I'd just be like, um, "Yeah, we're closed. It's over now." Yeah, that was uh, yeah, that was a good good stuff, good stuff. But the, but honestly, there has been times of closing alone where there'll be like, you know, all, all, almost all the lights are out except the one I'm just like finishing up, and then there's like a noise in the back. There's been a couple of times where I like gathered my shit quick and yeah. kind of trotted out. Okay, the door. that's I, I was like, all right, I hope you wouldn't like go to investigate. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh-uh. Do you say, hello? I'm like, hey, you're welcome here. If you uh, just, uh, you know, you can do your thing. And I don't know. Don't, don't go about that. <laughs> Who's there? Now I'm leaving. Yeah. Bye. Have a good night. All right. Um, all right. Do you have any spooky office? Give me your spookiest <sighs> office story. Spookiest office story. Um, spookiest office story is probably like waking up at 730 and then taking the orange line to the office, getting there at 8.30, and then sitting in front of a computer for eight hours, yeah. eating lunch at my desk, and not really talking to many people, even though the office is full, and then taking the orange line back home around 5, 5.30. Hmm. Spooky. It's the worst. Sounds like, don't correct me if I'm wrong, it sounds like a pretty average day if I was, if I was a betting man. You might say the average day is horrifyingly boring and filled with Excel and computer screens that are probably going to ruin my eyesight by the time I'm 37. Ooh, spooky. 37. Um, uh, you did yeah. get the orange line in there, though. Halloween, pumpkins, orange. Yeah, and if you've ever been on the Orange Line, uh, you you know that it's very closely associated to Halloween and ghosts and drug addicts who sleep across the mm. seats and then just let their night terrors wake the morning commuters, <laughs> basically. <laughs> oh, such sweet, such sweet, friendly commuters you have. Yeah. Yeah. S- s- fucking subways or trains now are, are extra spooky these days. Have you, I see people getting on, because we live pretty close to the train, yeah. I see people getting on. Yep, no, I refuse. There's no need for me now, especially with the car, and if I, I, I took a city bike the other day to work and back, it's a nice little ride. 
Nice. Obviously, I won't be able to do that when snow hits or if it gets, like, super cold again, but if, when. Um, but, yeah, so. You're a carsman now. It's different. Yeah, we got our plates in the mail. It's, it's official. I just, saw I gotta, that. I got to go get it inspected tomorrow morning and then. Uh, What's with Excelsior on the that's license the, plate? That's the state motto. Excelsior. New York had the most badass license plates where the with the red Empire State Building Ooh, I haven't in the seen middle. That one. Oh my god, that was like the nineties, late nineties maybe. Mm. And then they switched to like that yellow. The yellow and, now, and blue. And now it just says Excel. I mean, that is Apparently these ones is a hot commodity when we were looking it up, because they, they came out last uh, September, I think, or something like that. I looked it up. And there's a lot of like Google questions like people also asked, How do I get an Excelsior? license plate they're better than the ones before in my opinion that are the ones they have the ones that i see the most often now out and about or it's like just white with like some dark blue and light blue horizontal lines and that's it pretty much it says like new york in the middle so it looks it looks all right on the on the car there this is not the new york i know <laughs> michigan had a bit was a big in like their uh, license plate changes were always like big news i was just like the plain blue with the white lettering but then they got into, like, you can add, like, you know, all states have these, like, I could put, like, M- the MSU S, or you can go, they have, like, the Michigan M, and, yep. and then they had, like, some Great Lakes, Great Times things, it's also, that's the state motto. Yep. But, uh, yeah. Um, okay, oh, uh, some, I think I had some things from, from episode five, uh, corrections, omissions, and apologies. Um, not too many corrections, I don't think, but, uh, yeah, apologies, I guess just, yeah, we had with our technical difficulties with that one button, we didn't click to share the audio when we were doing all the videos, but, uh, Jim and Bark did a, did a pretty decent job. I think, you know, some things didn't line up or start at the exact right time, but they made the, they made the most, uh, with what they got. And I think, you know, it, was, it, it added a little, a little flair to our, to this, to the episode, I thought, um, and then, uh, yeah, what did I, oh, when we were talking about our, our long hello, which kind of this one is again, and I happened to look it up and, uh, it's, it's a drink, the long hello, and I'll read it to you here. It's from Bon Appetit. Sorry. Uh, Bon Appetit. Yep. That's pronounced correctly. <laughs> Good old, job. Old classic SNL. Um, one and three quarters cups Calvados or apple, other apple brandy. One cup Saint Germain, which is an elderflower liqueur I'm familiar with. Ten dashes of bitters. Ten. Which is a lot. That's a lot of bitter a, bitters. Yeah. And then a 750 milliliter bottle of champagne. Oh, this is like for a. It's like a pitcher. Oh. Because 750 is a is a fifth. Party so that's, time. Why, that's why so many so much bitters. But yeah, and then the freshly grated nutmeg. It actually sounds like a good seasonal drink for right now. Sounds delightful. So how about that? Make and freeze ring mold with. Pears and apples. Hmm. So your ice cubes would be made of pears and apples. That's cute. That is cute. Little little gauche. Yeah. Oh, I also just happened to write down here. Um, watching, I watched some the end of the second to last Yankee game, and then I caught some commentary, which I like hardly ever do because I normally would watch sports at at work and the sound isn't on. But so I was watching, and uh, Big Poppy's earpieces are like encrusted with. Sparkly jewels. It's pretty yeah. badass. Not a shock. It's yeah, I like that a lot. His comments were pretty hilarious. After like, 
A Rod's all like, "Oh yeah, well, see, I'm very technical. Yeah, that's the kind of kid you want to see coming up." And then he's like, "Yeah, you know, this one, this is a good one." And then they go on to the next guy. It's yes. like, "All right, that's awesome. I love it. Keep it simple, Poppy." Yeah, I love it. Um, yeah. So yeah, any other highlights from your week? I guess. No, no, nothing. Um, yeah, I, I like the long hello. We should we should name this segment the long hello. Yeah. Also, a Swedish tradition. Spotify is a company in Sweden. Please sign us, Spotify. We're on all major podcast platforms except for Spotify. Don't be afraid. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's right. Big news. Apple Podcasts accepted our, uh, our uh, I guess, a proposal. I don't know. You just submitted the first two and they were like, yeah, sure. Come on. It's, I don't think they, I think they'd be pretty, you'd, be, you'd have to do something real weird to not get accepted into the Apple Podcast community. We personally received a letter from Tim Cook. Mm-hmm. Uh, handwritten, which was I felt a good touch, and he mm-hmm. led us into the Apple universe. So, Apple ever heard of it? Kind of a big deal. We're on <laughs> the iPhone 12 coming out soon, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, so so yeah, uh, you can find us. Well, if you're listening to to this now, I suppose uh, you already knew where to find us. But listen to us your, on multiple platforms. <laughs> get us to almost all of the, all, wherever you you get your podcast. Yeah. Okay, so today's. Uh, um, topic of discussion for the bulk of this is shallow uh, dive. Yes, shallow dive is going to be uh, slang, which and this is the this is the most the deepest dive I've done so far by far, which is uh, in, entailed pulling up a bunch of uh, different websites and not really reading them. So we'll do that together. I do. I would like to read. I've stumbled upon a thing on Wikipedia, um, an excerpt about. It's entitled the Ameri- It's from the American language by H.L. Mencken, and I thought it kind of was a good look, kind of like intro into the notion of slang and kind of the, the background here, so if you'll indulge me. I will. Is, that, is that a yes you'll? Yes, yes. Oh, <laughs> yes, I will. <laughs> All right. Um, Mr. Mencken says, oh, I'm assuming Mr. because this is old, and the women didn't write in the, in the old times, right? He, him. Jesus, Jesus Christ. Um, okay. I incline to think that both the grand dialects of English would be the better for a somewhat freer interchange and fully endorse the doctrine laid down by Professor Gordon Hall Gerald of Princeton, who argues that it would be a sensible thing for Americans to adopt the English lift and tram in place of the more cumbersome elevator and trolley car, and that the English in their turn would find the communication of ideas easier if they borrowed some of our American neologisms. The end, or? Logophobia he says, has usually been a sign in men of our race of a certain thinness of blood. The man of imagination and the man with something to say have never been afraid of words, even words that have rung strangely on the ear. It has been the finicking person, not very sure of himself, who has trod delicately between alternatives and used the accepted and time-worn word in preference to the newer coinage, out of his abhorrence born of fear." I do not wish to urge the wiping out of those peculiarities of vocabulary by which one region of the English-speaking world is made to seem slightly exotic to the visitor from another. Without such differences of idiom, the common speech of the race would be the poorer, as the waters from many rivulets are needed to feed the river. Wow. Sounds like a Trump speech. Let him who says naturally a pail of water say so still, and him to whom a bucket is more familiar rejoice in his locution. Let my English friend call for his jug while I demand my pitcher, for he will, if he be not affected with logophobia, enjoy what seems to him the fine archaic flavor of my word. 
What I would commend is a generous reciprocity in vocabulary as between section and section, commonwealth and commonwealth, country and country. If it should become convenient for us Americans to use a word now peculiar to great, oh, damn it, great Britain, I was doing so well. I hope we should be not, not be so silly as to stop it at the tongue's end out of national pride or chauvinistic delicacy. This guy should have had a podcast himself. <laughs> I'm a little rascal there. Um, all right. Well, so that's, a, yeah, I kind of was interesting. I, I just accidentally noticed that one paragraph and it kind of, you know, the, the idea of slang and shortening words and using other words for different meanings and just making up words for certain situations kind of kind of lumped into that as in an old timey, uh, old, Eng, old English type of type of way. Smart um, guy. All right. So I'm going to I'm going to share my screen here so you can read along with me, point out some things if you like. I won't need to worry about the sound this time because there ain't none. Is it working? I see your social security number and three <laughs> of your passwords. Oh no, uh-huh. it's yep, there it is, slang words. Mm-hmm. All right, so well let's let's I guess thinking about slang in like our own, you know, histories, childhood, mm-hmm. slang was a big deal, I feel like. Talking cool was an important aspect of uh, growing up yes any saying that i heard from a cool kid i would just start no when you actually when i was a kid you'd hear a word you'd never heard the word before and then you just start hearing that word all the time and i don't think this is a slang word necessarily but it's a word i used or mm-hmm. and still i was watching goosebumps once mm-hmm, mm-hmm, kid mm-hmm. said lame mm-hmm. i was like that is the coolest word i've ever heard in my life and yeah, sometimes sometimes words like that just hit your ear and you're like, oh, that one's a good one. And I still say it to this day. And that was in like mm-hmm. the fourth grade. Yeah, I wonder if lame now is kind of trotting on uh, not cool because it's, it's referring to physical disabilities and political uh, correctness doesn't allow. No. I think you're, I think you're safe. No, because I think calling so – yeah, I think if you said someone was lame, that might be offensive. <laughs> but I just say like someone, lame. Someone who was – <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's another well that's another issue with slang is that it's very problematic a lot of times through the decades like um even like with medical terms like idiot you is used to be what you would refer to as, as like a medical disability of the brain that one's still i mean obviously it's not as bad as well it's not bad but i'm wondering like if one day idiot will be considered like <gasps> I can't believe you just said idiot. My uncle was an idiot back in blah, 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 blah. My dad would have been in a lot of trouble if idiot was a bad word. Is <laughs> <laughs> a fan? I thought it was my middle name. <laughs> uh, that's good stuff. Okay, so I found these, this group of uh, uh, web pages All called right. your, Di- your Dictionary. Oh, I also, real quick, because I just did the thing, um, a good drinking game for our listeners, if they want to get real housed in a hurry, yeah. would be to, to have, a, have a drink every time I do that with my tongue. Maybe make it a sip Which, of beer, not a shot. Yeah, shot, oh, shot, you'd be done in five minutes in this, in this podcast. Please it's don't It's funny, try. though, I have, I've, I've noticed in, the, like, in my everyday now, I, take, I, like, it, I flag it almost every time it happens when I'm just talking to people at work or around. It's pretty funny, thanks to this here podcast. It's improving me. Um, so yeah, it's called uh, yourdictionary.com. My what? <laughs> what you call me? Oh, there's another thing. You get in trouble with some slang words too. Well, I guess I just said that, but fight, fighting words. Yep. Um, 
So yeah, it says here, orange of Amer- orange, Jesus, origin of American slang words. I think I read too much in that other article for me to keep reading. Um, so yada, 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 the subculture becomes culture. And then it, these kind of things like come into, uh, to the, to the popular zeitgeist. For, and then they kind of do a couple, uh, dips into the decades here, like going nuclear, nuclear came around d- the advent of atomic power. It's uh, going postal because of the, that crazy, uh, event events in the eighties where people are shooting up postal, uh, post offices. That's kind of sad, but anyways, <laughs> Um, oh, that's a fun one. Warp speed for the popularity of Star Trek. That one resonates with me. Are you a Trek guy? Have we talked about this? I'm not. Uh, no. Not Star Wars either? Uh, no. Okay. I was going to get more lots, expensive lots on that, but I'll just say I got I'm nothing for you on either. Yeah. I guess uh, lots of podcasts go into the, uh, the whole um, Star Trek versus Star Wars. I'm a fan of, of both. Um. They just put up the newest, one of the newer series uh, weekly on CBS that had previously only been on CBS Access, and I'm excited about it. The nice. first one was cool. Yeah. Um, okay, so then now I wanted to get, where was the, the list here? So actually, so this, this site kind of broke it up into, de- into decades, which is what I was kind of hoping to do, so it was, I didn't have to do much work at all here. But a lot of these, I was surprised that this is... So we're starting in the 50s. These are the years that the baby boomers were conceived. Um, long been said that during this time, one baby was born every seven seconds in the United States. Gross. Congrats on the sex, 50s. Yeah. They were doing it. It was like cause it was post-war stuff, right? Every, people were coming home from the war, and they were like, going ham. Oh, yeah. Time to fuck. Going, going ham. Slang right there. Bring it... Yep. Yeah, 2010s. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. So a couple of these that stood out to me, uh, bird dog. I didn't know. I, I, I just thought it was like going out on the town looking for ladies, but it, here it says to try to, someone who tries to steal your girl. Wow. Bird this dog. is to steal your girl. So a bird dog is also a, a stretch that I do every day to loosen my lower back. Um, is that right? So I'm very confused right now what I've been doing daily and bird? I'm sorry. Is it, po- so it's like a yoga move type of thing? Yeah. You put one, your left arm straight out, your right leg straight out, and then you, Meet them in the middle, elbow to knee. Do that about 10 times. It's going to loosen you up real good. Okay. okay. And it's also it's going look- to steal you a girlfriend, apparently. Yeah, apparently. They get one good look at you moving like that. They'll be like, look, this guy's nimble. Wow, Survival of the fittest style. Very Darwinism long, right but not very wide. <laughs> um, but funny, yeah, fun, party pooper came up in the 50s. I would have thought that was like way later. That stuck and, around. And then this one, have you ever heard of this? I feel like I've heard it, but I never... Super Murgatroyd. No. That, well, I think you're a real Super Murgatroyd. That seems to have Mark. died with the, with the 50s. It means, cool, it means cooler with it. Um, then these ones, I, there's a couple, Fat City in the 50s. I'm going to start using that. Fat with the F, not with the PH. Yeah. I think the that 90s upgrade. softened it up mm-hmm. a little bit. Peepers for glasses. Shades, yeah. Shiner, yeah. Knuckle sandwich is just a classic. I feel like that's a very cartoony thing, probably. Um, experiences. So, they, yeah, they, they, this is, again, for the listener, they broke it up each kind of decade into slang for people, places and things, experiences, Nows. and I think that's that's it. Yeah. Um, oh. I don't know that one. Ain't that a bite? I say that, yeah. <laughs> Molly and I bite. talk about that a lot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I like that barf came up in the 50s. That's fun. I use barf a lot, I feel like, for a reference. Yep. Somebody barfed. Oh, booties from the 50s. Interesting. Booty, yeah. Right? Some of these some of these were surprising that they were... Like, I would have thought that would be, like... I mean, I guess not 90s. That'd be silly to think. But, like, 60s, 70s at least. Let's do a deep... Di- a shallow dive, excuse me, on, on gangbusters right now. So, okay. I've heard people say, that went off like gangbusters. Like... Mm-hmm. Like yesterday, this is a new, what I understand. It means anything that's successful. Why, mm-hmm. why is that? What does gangbusters mean? Is it breaking up a gang? Is it a police thing? Hmm. That's, I was, that's where my mind went. Let's see, gang. If only we had a tool. I could search the etymology. world. Etymology. Look at me knowing the word etymology. Don't know if I spelled it right, but Google. Oh, I did not, but all right. <laughs> see do or go gangbusters yeah do gangbusters that's another like when we have a busy night busy night yeah like oh we did gangbusters the other night from the entertainment business to be extremely random house historical dictionary well that doesn't oh it was a popular radio show from 1935 with a memorable opening Hmm? (laughs) well that didn't really help well people still say it it's stuck around i don't think anyone knows the actual meaning yeah yeah Oh, let's see. I think, let me check these other ones that were a little different here. Oh, I want to get that. That will be kind of fun. I found a little quiz game. It's like flashcards with uh, with slang. Excellent. Okay, so here's an article I found from The Atlantic that is how to sound like the bee's knees, colon, a dictionary of 1920s slang. So in the first couple of paragraphs, there's a couple um, that stood out to me. Um, jelly beans were... Uh, Flappers boyfriends, so flappers I believe were like the female like Uh-oh. dancers at the clubs back then. They'd be flapping around. Uh-oh. I think. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. <laughs> um, I didn't read a lot of these. Okay, down. Applesauce. That's a funny one because it's just the word applesauce. But uh, I guess it's you can use the word malarkey or horse feathers, and they all kind of mean the same thing. Fun stuff. Trash. That's a ter- I, can I just stick on that for a second? That's just sure. that's the soft. I I like malarkey a lot. I think it's funny. I think you age yourself uh-huh. immediately, but I think people completely understand mm-hmm. what that means, even if they didn't know the definition. Yes. If somebody said applesauce to me, they better have a lot of gray <laughs> hair and some yellow teeth. Oh, that's just a bunch of applesauce. That's like I kind of it makes sense mashed up. That is too wholesome. Crap, I don't like applesauce. And horses don't have. It's kind of seen like like fooey. Fooey. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Bees knees, I feel like that's that's one that's been with me my whole life. The bees knees, that is reminiscent reminds me of uh, cat's pajamas, and uh, I there's another one I had earlier, but got monkey's eyebrows love, on this, oysters elephants. earrings, <laughs> snakes hips. I don't want to, any of these things. <laughs> elephants adenoids. Ugh. That one's kind of fun though. Uh, sardines whisker, whiskers. That one's gross. Okay, I think there's a list down here. Yeah, so these are, uh, and a lot of these I kind of throw in, like clams for money. Uh, he's a he's a, not, a weird egg. No, no. Good egg. Yep. Funny egg. Yep. Good egg. Good egg. Yeah, yep. yeah. I like that <laughs> one. I do use gams a lot, <laughs> and I also use uh, uh, getaway sticks for legs. I like I like pins and stilts, though. That's good. Gotta get on my getaway sticks. Um, Got I have to go see a man about a dog. I did not know. 
apparently here it means to go by whiskey. What's but I like. I have that. to go see a man about a horse then. That's a good. That's a good question. I always thought it meant going to the bathroom. Like, yeah, you're standing up. I gotta go pee. Right. But. Twenties was a different time. I might use that one. Mm Hmm. Um. Noodle juice. That sounds gross. For tea. Soup job. (laughs) What? It's to crack a safe using nitroglycerin. What the hell was people doing in? The 20s cracking safe with nitro. You slay me. That one's still around to this day. Wet blanket for sure. Zazzled. Okay, so that's a trip down from the 20s. Let's go back up to the 60s here. And I know this one had a lot that I, uh, was like, oh. Like zit apparently came from the 60s. Isn't that weird? Yeah. Zit. I guess where else would it come from? I don't know. When I was going through here the first time, it seemed like, hmm. Ooh. And then I guess... One of my favorite words is on this. Scroll down a little bit. Let me try to guess. Mm. Keep it going. Keep it going. Mm. There. Did I pass it? Right there. Solid? Right there. Uh, did, did I guess it? Solid? No, no, not solid. It's unreal. I don't see... Oh, here we go. Unreal. Yeah, I, I would... That does ring true that you say I that. use that word way too much. It doesn't mm-hmm. fit most of the context. But yeah. I, you know what? One of, one of my uh, uh, corrections, omissions, and apologies that I wrote, that, which was really none of those, but uh, just a, uh, I took note of that how often I say fantastic. I think that's a great word. I'm listening back. Yeah, but kind of similar usage as unreal. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh, that's unreal. It's a very bro thing. Like, oh, unreal. Is it? Yeah, that's it. What, so there's another uh, avenue we could go down. The different, like, cliques are kind of like niches and the slang that those, like, uh, the, the preppy usages, the valley girl usages, the kind of uh, stoner usages. That's another big one. Stoners love shortening up a word. Yeah, they do. Um, is ebonics a bad word now? I don't think it's a bad word, no. I feel like... It just feels like if you just started speaking of them right now, I think that that might be problematic, but you can <laughs> yeah. say what they are. Okay. All right. Yeah. I was wondering about that. Um, Tim, do you think the movie airplane would play today? That's a great part. I love when the nun starts going, but that's a, that's a problematic scene, I guess. And it revolves around slang. How about that? <laughs> yes. Pulling it all together. It'll come that back. was well done. That, I just, I just started watching that movie again the other day. I didn't get to that part though. So good. Um, let's see, any of these other ones stand out here? I was thinking, like... I mean, you, I'm assuming that jam was something you say when you were in the band days. More, not with this band, but in uh, college, we'd go jam in my buddy's basement. And you were really... And they were all, they were jam band freaks. Gotcha. All, all those, all my friends and, friends slash roommates in college were, they, they didn't like being called hippies, because that wasn't, like, a real thing anymore, but, so I called them flower people. Mm-hmm. Because they basically like that's what yeah peace and love man, and then I'm gonna I'm gonna not eat meat anymore, and then start again because I kept getting sick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always cold. <laughs> yeah. Why am I so like pale? What are these bags under my eyes? Because all you eat is fucking bean and cheese burritos from Taco Bell. Not great. 
Uh, but yeah, so they were, yeah, all those dudes were a huge, and probably I'm sure still are, it's a lifelong commitment when you're that big into fish and like string cheese incident. And they would, I would always be like, look, I don't have anything deeply against fish. I think there's a couple good tunes, but like the amount of noodling that goes on the, on the, with the guitar on every song and the length that it takes up, it's just, I can't, it's like, yeah, I get it. You're a good, amazing guitarist, like. Let's trim those things down. I guess the live shows are a whole different animal too, because you're always on some kind of hallucinogen. So it, you know, it's a different animal. But yeah, not for me. Flower power. No thanks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dated a couple flower power gals. That was. Ugh. Yeah, I happy to be, happy to be married now. I, I've never heard a fish song. So. Is it you? You you, you must have no. just in passing. I don't believe I have. World. I really don't. Aren't they a Boston band? Do they have some kind of... Oh, no, they have a song about the hood sign, Harry Hood. Maybe. Harry, Harry, where... Do you know that song? Please. Where do you go when the lights go out? No. So they were like... You know, that's still a thing, though, right? The hood milk light in Boston? Yes. Are you talking about by Fenway? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, the the red with the white letters. Yeah, that's the song they wrote about the light being turned off. Creative, creative guys. Fish can really do it all. Yeah, man. Um, where are we getting? We're in the 60s. Kiss up. Mirror warmer. Woman who spends a lot of time looking in the mirror. That's kind of funny. Mm. I feel like... You freaking, freaking mirror warmer. <laughs> Anti-waste is probably the most <laughs> that, that offensive one. thing I've seen <laughs> so far. <laughs> that, that, that I took note of that one the first time around, too. And I feel like that was one that was tossed around in my youth a lot. Jeez. The guy's panty-waste. It can't be. I must be remembering like movies and or something. What kind of kid is going to run around like on the baseball field being like, "Yeah, hey, you panty waste." Yeah, see. <laughs> That's what I was hoping to get into uh, with my quote unquote shallow dive on these uh, websites, but really it was just kind of lists of stuff. And I guess that wouldn't really be slang. Maybe it's just kind of. I guess it turns a phrase slang. It's kind of a. Sure. A gray area, I guess. Boob tube, that's a good one. Five finger mm-hmm. discount. I feel like people still say that like it's a, a new thing when they say it to you. Got it for the, and then they pause, and then they say, five finger discount. Like, all right. Look both ways. I mean. Look both ways over the shoulder. 50, 60 years ago at this point, somebody made that up, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like I, I remember being not like blown away, but like, I guess you'd say tickled when I, the first time I heard that. So it's like, Oh, I get it. Like your hand has five. It's actually not accurate. Cause your hand has four fingers and a thumb. That's true. Stupid sixties. My oh, look, acquaintance in high school used to <laughs> go into <laughs> FYEs with a fanny pack and then use little tools that he had in the fanny pack to steal DVDs. Uh, so, like take off the take off the magnetic strip that would go off at the mall at the Natick Mall, and I bought mm-hmm. half mm-hmm. bakes for ten dollars, and that's the story. Five finger discount. What's up? Boom. Uh, what's this? I think this one went a little. Oh, thirty examples. I don't know. We don't have to go through. Don't have a cow. That's fun from The Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, busted to your grandparents. What? Oh, it's talking about how it now. Words are used for different things. Busted to your grandparents was mean it's broken to your parents means get caught getting caught doing something, and now it's for ugly. Hmm. 
That's an interesting one, actually. Good, good example. Website, thanks. Busted is a very expressive way to call somebody ugly. It's propulsive. Yeah, it's, it's a step above. Oh, it's a step above ugly. Man, you busted. Oh. <laughs> Hip. What's it mean? Hipster. Hip to the... You could be hip to something. Yeah, that's... All right. Portmanteaus. Okay. Frenemy. Bromance. Oh, my least favorite one by far. Bro- bromance. We never talked about my previous podcast being called the Bromantic Comedy Hour with Jim and Oh, Charlie. now we've done it. I've offended you. <laughs> I'm hanging up. I'm ending this call. Podcast over. Yeah. My only problem Even with like it is bros, why can't men just be friends? I find myself saying like thanks bro accidentally a lot to people like just to for, for brevity's sake I think and it's like ah, it always I always catch myself like stop saying bro I don't like it. Thanks bro. Thanks bro. But like to somebody you don't know and like for thanks like thanks for the tip. Yeah, bro. I'd prefer it if I could tip with stuff. Basic bitch, that's a fun one. Man. Basic. I added bitch, but yeah, basic. Hey man. Um <laughs> Bye, Felicia. Is that from... Oh, oh yep, there you go. It's you did. Movie Friday, yeah. I did know that. Fierce brought... brought a, That's from Friday, yeah. Usually attributed, usually attributed to Beyonce. Fierce? You say, you say fierce a lot. Yeah. That, you, like, <laughs> that's, you, uh, you say fierce. That's fierce. Yeah, that's Let's, one of my go-tos. That's definitely. a fierce topic choice for the podcast. It you just feels right, you know? Week, it? Rolls off the tongue. <laughs> YOLO. You only YOLO once, as you know. But your recording stopped. No, we're good. Yeah, we're good. Caught that. All right, now we're into the seventies. This can go a little, a little quicker here. I, I suppose copacetic. I just thought that was a word. I guess. Well, this is an example of a word being used for something else. I guess, kind of. Didn't stick. Hmm. Fat lever. <laughs> Ditch somebody flat, to hang out with somebody flat cooler? Lever. <sighs> flat lever. I don't get it. Like you left the flat? Is we going? Groovy <laughs> should come back. So in sixth grade, seventh grade, eighth grade, you'd get books at the beginning of every English class, and then you'd write your name in it, and it would just be a list of people who had the books, and it would say, got this book, X, and then you write returned X. You know what I'm mm-hmm. talking about? Mm. And, I, and every book I would write back returned groovy. <laughs> and I, it's a joke a that I never got to see play out over yeah. the years of people. Just a little, just, just the for you. Giver. Yeah, just, just for me. <laughs> That's a good one, the giver. Hurts Donut. <laughs> that still it's works just, today. It's good fun. Make groceries? What? For going no. food shopping. That one, didn't, that one didn't take off, I don't think. No. Shrimp farming for neat or cool. Oh, God. That made me... St- I almost just... Threw up. I got a little throw up. <laughs> uh, verp. 
that's from Tim Allen. Do you know you're familiar with the verp? Uh, no, I'm not. When you when you burp and you know, a little bit of vomit comes up. Okay, there it is. Yep. Mm-hmm. It was in his. I believe it's in his stand up, and that's where it was coined. Verp. Snitch Tim Allen. Mm-hmm. Sound is a pound. Book it definitely still said bugging out. Let's boogie. I had a friend who would always say that at the end of the night when we're finished. Go ahead. Back when I was bar backing, the bartender would be like, "All right, let's boogie." Nice. Remember that Kirby? He's out in Santa Monica now. Or shout to somewhere. Him. Shout yeah. to Kirby. What up? Closet disco queen, afraid to dance in clubs, but not at home alone. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm a closet disco queen at weddings until I have about three drinks. And then it's on. Then I'm a disco queen. <laughs> uh, don't be a bunny. No, no, no. Spaz. Spaz definitely sticks mm-hmm. around. Do you remember that cartoon Freakazoid? Yes. Red suit, blue face. Yeah, and he's a freak. He was. There's a, 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 my friend John, who I think I referred to in the past, yes, about when we were talking about our voices changing and our videotapes from us going camping. It's video, uh, one just memory that has always been stuck in my head. We would like watch video, uh, movies at night in, in the back of his dad's van. And I think we had like a tape of Freakazoid or something. We're just discussing Saturday morning cartoons like you do over a, a cup of Joe. And he, he, my buddy was like, I say Freakazoid a lot. Just wait a minute. standard no, combo. I, wait a minute. No, I don't. <laughs> and for, like just immediately re- retracted it and we laughed for hours for no reason. But I'll never forget that. He wanted Just it to be true sp- so badly. Yeah. Wasted space in my brain, my memory banks. Also slang. Practically all, the, all, we, all we speak is slang. This what is, a nightmare. That just reminded me, yeah. I say that, that just a reminded lot. me of, uh, it's, what a nightmare. Yeah. Um, that, uh, have you ever read the book 1984? Uh, yes, I have. And that's the one where they're, there's like a guy who is his main job is to find ways to shorten speech so that to save time and be more efficient. So that's basically it. That's probably where you got the ideas from slang taking over and people shortening things like now how everybody abbreviates things. Everything's that turns into an abbreviation. Breathe. Okay. I don't know this one. Barf me out. Oh. Barf bag. <laughs> Barf bag. This has here, it says, barf bag is means ugly. There's a lot that of ugly ones. Worse. That one's worse than busted. Bag your face. <laughs> that, ugly. That girl's, a t- that girl's a total barf bag. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, bogus. My sister said bogus a lot when she was in high school. I know that one. Clyde's <laughs> a lot of ugly, A lot of ugly references. Clydesdale is large and unattractive. And I always thought like a Clydesdale was a very beautiful horse. Yeah, ma- majestic uh, Budweiser spokes animal. These, the 80s were all mean. These are all negatives. They're all coked up and they're just trying to think of mean <laughs> things to say to feel better about themselves. Yeah. I think this, there was a, there was a uh, paragraph in, on one of these pages from this yourdictionary.com that was talking about irony and how irony isn't really used properly often. Like, uh, it coined Alanis Morissette's, uh, what, what, when it rains on your, it's like rain on your wedding day isn't actually irony. Yes. That it would be, yep. it would be ironic if you were a meteorologist and it rained on your wedding day. Well, yep. So this is a huge nerd cultivating these uh, lists. I have a, I have a feeling. Oh, there's your word right there. You see it? One up, 
One more up. Huh? Mung. <laughs> My word? Yeah. Are, are, are you just making a joke or have I explained this to you before? No, I you have at the beach. Mung is a uh, <laughs> oh, frequent yes. at the beach over uh, Cahoon Hollow. Right. I always forget about that. Yeah, Red for like the floating substance. goo stuff. Yeah, in the in the that'll prevent Sarah from even stepping foot in the water. Yes, but then I did I tell you my the college throwback that I have with Mung. Explain it to the dear listeners. Okay, so this is from one of my my flower people. He was less of a flower person, but still in that category of friend in college. That he said Mung was that when now if you're easily disgusted, you might want to skip ahead like five seconds, dear listener. Um, but also, let's go. It, in keeping with the spooky month of October. Um, so imagine, if you will, uh, there's a corpse on the ground, and it's been dead for a while, decomposing like a little, we'll say like a week, I guess, and then you jump on the corpse's stomach, and all the stuff like a, to a toothpaste comes out of the, the uh, undercarriage, if you will. That stuff that comes out, he said, is called mung. Yep. And here it says disgusting things, so <laughs> it checks it checks out as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. And then we we also had a, a anthropology class together with a, a man named Lawrence Martin, which I always thought was funny because of Martin Lawrence. Yeah. Who now we're getting all kinds of tangents. You're a big Martin fan, if I recall. I love Martin. I, I watched to spend a lot of time with Martin back then too. Um. Anyways, we there's a there's a a, a big like important, influential archaeological, anthropological site in Africa called Lake Mungo. And so we talked about Lake Mungo a lot, so me and him would always like, (laughs) he said Mung. (laughs) Oh, that's why they're all mad. (laughs) The heading is 1980s insults. Ah, I didn't didn't realize that. (laughs) Let's lighten things up with praise in the 80s. Bad to the bone, awesome. Clutch, big time 2020 phrase, clutch. Clutch, yeah, yes, for sure. Uh, fave, fine. Why is that? Oh, f- like foin. Foin. Yeah. You look for attractive. F- yeah. Yeah. Choice. Yeah. Betty. I don't know if that's she's a real Betty. I thought that would have been like a more of a fifties thing, actually. Yeah, that's not gonna work nowadays. Fresh, obviously. Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Gnarly. I, I used I used to use gnarly a lot in my skateboarding days. I feel it's a great word. I use legit to this day. Sure. Oh, same. Big time. Class and culture. Chocoholic. <laughs> hey, boy toy, flip that around. You got uh, Tim and Mark Ooh. from episode four. <laughs> uh, Bimbet. What is this one? Adult child. Someone's child grown to adulthood? <sniffs> Stupid. Yeah, I feel like that's somewhat used in 2020 with a large adult son. I don't know if you've done any deep dives on that. I have not, no. Dink. Double income, no kids. Mr. Dink was the next-door neighbor on, on Doug. Oh, yeah, Mr. Dink. The old, like, he would, like, make uh, inventions and shit. Yeah, double income, zero kids for Mr. Dink. He was sterile. Uh-huh. Oh, Jesus. Is that, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing some real topics. And do, he and his do, wife do, tried do, for many do, years to conceive. Doug. <laughs> could not. It was a two-parter on Doug. Not a lot of so people she, saw so that he, one. Yeah, so she left him, and then that's why he was so fond of Doug, because it was, like, the son he never had. Exactly. What's the other guy? Skeeter. Oh, yeah. Right? Mosquito. That's the second time I've... Skeeter Mosquito? I think his name was Mosquito, and they called him Skeeter. Oh, that makes sense. He was blue. He was... I was going to say purple. He was blue, yeah. 
Um, that's the second time I've said Skeeter on this on this show. When we were talking about Muppets, I pointed out I, I gave Skeeter the old shout out. Skeet skeet. There's another one. No music and dance. Okay, so let's. Uh, I wanted to see if this could be fun on here. I found this. Oh wait, one last. No. Okay, we already were here. Da, 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 da. There's another apology. Sometimes you'll find when we're sharing screens that it's a lot of me kind of mumbling to myself as I'm figuring out where to click and go. Just deal with it. It adds to the charm of our uh, of our our little podcast here, bringing you in. It's like you're here. You're just hanging out, you know, shooting the shit, surfing the web. With your good friends, Tim and Mark. Okay, so here, I found this thing called Quizlet, and it appears to be like a flashcard-based kind of quizzing thing with a bunch of different uh, topics you can go through. And this one was 1920s slang. So we have a start here. How do you, how do you want to do this? You want to... I'll read, I'll read off one, and you try to guess what it is, and then you read it off the next one, and I'll try to guess what it is. Perfect. All right, so the first one here, the slang term is bump off. I think that's a gimme. And I have to say what it means? Mm-hmm. Murder. Kill, correct. Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Okay, that's one from Mark. Let's see. All right. Oh, I know this one. Your word is cheaters. Uh, if I, I believe I, I am actually cheating a little bit here because I noticed it on one of the other uh, websites. It's for glasses. Boom. One to one. All right. Oh, this is this is could be anything. The the uh, slang word is dogs. Oh wait, no, never mind. That's an easy one too. <laughs> Ugly women. Oh, mm, if we were back in the 80s list for insults, I bet Shit. you'd be right. But I have a feeling that this is more for kind of a younger crowd. Oh, so I'm gonna it's going to be feet. <laughs> Show me feet. Ding, 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 ding. You got it, oh, man. Thank God. Who that was a close one. Was I'm close so one. sorry to all of our female <laughs> listener. <laughs> all right, uh, flat tire. This is a good one. Flat tire is when you step on the back of somebody's shoe, right? When you're mid-step? That's my understanding. Let's see what this website. Oh. Boring personality. No, you're saying no. boring personality. Like a wet blanket. Okay. Well, now you, guess you got... What's two to one, huh? I guess so. Shit. I gotta pick up my game. Next one. Oh. Is this... I'm reading to you? Yes. Fuck. Gam. I think gam also feet? Like, my gams? <laughs> <laughs> you're so close. You're so close. Or is it Red mouth? I referred, I referred to it earlier. It was one of the first oh, things I legs. pointed out. Is it legs? Yeah, yeah it's <laughs> legs. <laughs> Getaway sticks, pins, or stones. Women's legs. Yes. Okay, I'm going oh, to say I didn't get that one, so it's two it to one. Didn't say, it didn't say that earlier, but that's always how I thought of it. Because it's kind of, I mean, now it's chauvinistic, but it would, uh, men in TV and movies would say, check out, the, check out the gams on this one or something like this. And it's like a cat call. All right. Um, Your word this is one's, gate crasher. One word. Hmm. I mean, is it like a party crasher? Let's see. That's my guess. Let's see what the internet says. Oh, okay. Party crasher. Nailed, Nailed it. it. Sometimes the easiest route is the, the best choice. What? Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, what the hell? That's it? I thought this was, I thought there was 35. I think it just... There is. Oh, you have to sign up to get the rest. Well, yeah. You bastards. Well, that was see so fun. Yeah. Not uh, there we go. Yeah. And we're back in the 80s. <laughs> How about oh well, that reminds me of Wayne's World uh, franchise. They're all that that movie's littered with a uh, slang. Sure is. Schwing. Schwing, yeah. For example. That didn't stick uh, around though. 
Schwing? I don't think people still say Schwing. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, think you're the right. For a second, saying, I was going to be like, "Yeah, sure." I feel like I hear that often. No, I don't think. That, yeah, it would be pretty appropriate, inappropriate if <laughs> a woman walks by somebody else at, at the bar at one of the tables outside, and the guy just oh, swing, dude, swing, and does the thing with his his crotch like out of the chair. No, <laughs> yeah, that was that's. I guess that's problematic now too. Wayne's World. We're gonna have nothing to hold on to in about five years. Just a full white, 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 whiting out of, what am I trying to say? White. White out? White out? Yeah, that's what you use white out for, of all yeah. uh, our past it cultures. It never works, white out, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah. You can never yeah. write over it. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point. For such a appraised invention as white out is. It's trash. Liquid, liquid, liquid paper. Literally it is trash. Trash. Um, that's another use of slang right there. I don't even know if you noticed. Trash, yeah. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Garbage. Um, what was I just going to say? Oh, uh, speaking of white, white, whitewashing, then that's the one you just make everything for white people, right? Yep. That'd be the taking okay, out. Yeah, that's not what I, yeah, that's not <laughs> a what story I, that's not what I <laughs> people of color and making them white. <laughs> that is not what I meant. Um, basically just getting rid of all of our, uh, beloved movies and, and uh, pop culture because of the difference of times and what was deemed appropriate. Maybe not even deemed, just forced upon the world and not anything, nobody batted an eye. But uh, like all the Adam Sandler movies, I'm sure Billy Madison is, as much as it's still going to make us laugh, we probably have to do it in the comfort of our own homes. I feel like Sandler was okay. He wasn't dropping there's, like... There's got to be... Some, I mean, he, he, he sexually assaulted his teacher on a school bus in front of children. Ah, busted. <laughs> he did. I mean, if you want to split hairs, I feel like... Yes, it's a... For me, you know, a, a very quotable... That's one of the standout scenes in that movie, unfortunately. But, you know, that's the one people say, it was a different time. It was, but even in the movie, he said, touch her boobs. That's assault, yeah. brother. And then does it anyway. Does it anyway. <laughs> you would think... Son of a billionaire man. who was sent back to elementary school would have more sense. You know, by that time he was what that he was in third grade. He must have must have learned some hard truths by then from his classmates. I think that uh, as we wrap this episode up, I think that topic should uh, should lead us to a full Adam Sandler short or not short dive, shallow dive. The next episode, I feel like we could do a medium dive at least on that one. I got medium to d- to an hour for you at least personally for sure. And uh, funny you should say that, because going back to the notion of it being a spooky month, mm-hmm. we just, uh, myself last night, and you, I believe, that maybe the day before, just watched his recent release on Netflix, um, ha- Hubie Halloween? Hubie Halloween, yeah. Halloween, yeah. Um, and at first, I, we watched the trailer, and I was like, oh, this is going to be great. However, he does a very kind of Waterboy-esque voice, which I was like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be tough. Which I texted you, and you're like, "Don't worry, it'll grow on you." And goddamn it, if you weren't right, it was. I call it. I re, I'm referring to it as an instant classic. It was super I enjoyable. It. I'm not a huge late stage Sandler movie guy, like Blended mm-hmm. and right. all those yes. movies. This one, I just feel like he freaking nailed it. He went back. He went back to his roots of just like silly, like noises, faces, concepts, like. Yeah, I don't know if we could do. We probably could do a whole Halloween episode just on that. I'd do. I'd have to rewatch it and take some notes, but that would be really fun if we find find a time this month. Because I know you're on you're on Baby Watch. I am pretty hardcore. We might get one more episode in here, but let's do a Sandler one if we if we can squeeze it in. 
Adam Sandler's the only one who can make movies for kids that are too inappropriate for kids to actually watch in any way. Like that movie yeah. was, they don't rate movies on Netflix, but that's, that's a mm-hmm. hard PG 13 to that movie. Sure. Well, I mean, well, I guess, well, they didn't really show there wasn't anything too gory. Like people died, but then there's not like, there was, there wasn't any curse words, were there? Oh yeah. There was a lot of curse words, a lot of shits. <laughs> Can I swear on this thing? A lot of shits. Yeah. <laughs> I guess yeah. Well, that'll be. I'll take note of that. I guess I'm, I'm probably just so numbed to that, to that, to like languages, movies now. Yeah. Just focusing on other things. But I really, yeah, that that I, a glowing endorsement from this guy for that tune. There's one part he falls into a pit and he goes, "My soup." <laughs> it's like very quiet and just like they breeze right past it. And I, oh, it just fucking got me. It reminds me. There, there's a part in Mr. Deeds that always made me and my buddies laugh. Where the part he slides down, he slides down a. a a banister and like lands on a table and smashes the table with his back. Yeah. And then either right then or afterwards at some point he goes, my back hurts. <laughs> and just move on with the movie. It was very reminiscent of that. I fucking loved it. That was a good Sandler right there. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Had years of practice. We'll bring it um, out next week. Cause I gotta, we gotta I have a lots of Sandler thoughts. I think we should start by just going through some of his best character names because mm. Hubert, Schubert, Dubois, Hubert Dubois. I, I think his middle name was Schubert, though. Oh, Hubert Schubert Dubois? It was an all-time Sandler name. Well, and then also I noted, I flagged Vicky Valancourt from The Waterboy, Vicky and this Valancourt. one was Va- Valentine, uh, Valerie Valentine? Something that like that, yeah. A lot of shout-outs to the old movies in this. Yeah, and a lot of the same actors and shit, and she was the, uh, the love interest was from Happy Gilmore. Yep. Yeah, it was, it was really going back. He's like, all these things worked, let's do it again. And they really knocked it out. Netflix, run me that money. Mm-hmm. Oh, a hundred million dollars? Uh, sure. Yeah. Netflix. I I swear to God, the budget for that movie was a hundred million dollars. It looked like freaking Gone Girl. It was so well shot. Yeah, and there's some like when he's always dodging the things. I mean, we don't get to get into it, but it looked legit. Like there's a TV thrown at his head while he's riding by on a bike, and it didn't look too bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say I'll say one more thing, and I know you said that too because we just love this movie so much. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> little kids throw. Multiple eggs at him. He catches them in his thermos. He blends it up. He drinks the eggs, goes Rocky Balboa. And then he projectile vomits all on the side of the road, all still riding a bike. And that's how the movie started. And I was like, this is, I think Molly left the room around that. And I was like, all right, this is the best, the best thing I'm ever. Strapped. I'm strapped. I'm buckling into this one. When that happened, Sarah was looking at her phone. So I was like, what the fuck, Sarah? Wait. So I, I paused it and rewound it, watched the, him miss the three egg or one egg and then catch the other three. And I was like, what? That's ridiculous. And she was like, that's hilarious. And then, but I hadn't seen the throw up part. So after I rewatched the, the egg catching part, that's when the throw up happened. I was like, what the fuck? And yeah, really sets the tone. But uh, okay. So yeah, let's, that'll, let's, let's do that. I'll, I'll watch some Sandler movies, take some notes, reminisce. We're talking like 30 years of Adam Sandler. It's insane. Yeah. You get in some SNL clips and skits and stuff. Oh sure. man. Let's do it. All right, so we'll find a time for that. And until then, uh, Jesus Christ, it's time to go. Mask up, you blockheads. Indeed, indeed. Uh, So be well. Give Molly a hug for me. And uh, yeah, keep us posted, of course. We're excited for you over here. Dear listeners, you'll be the first to know. (laughs) Um, All right, I'll talk to you soon, brother. All right, later. Oh, I just did what I said I don't like doing. Damn it. (laughs) I broke that note. (laughs) (laughs) All right, see you, man. Later.